0: Welcome to the Daughters of Australia podcast, a place where stargazers like you come for clarity and guidance on fulfilling your soul's purpose through tarot and astrology. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jerica, And we are doing our tarot reading and astrology forecasts right now, or we used to do in our Instagram lives, but we wanted to do something different and answer questions on our podcast. Um, So before we get started, I wanted to talk about because we're actually recording this um, the day after the Gemini full moon. So I wanted to talk about how our Gemini full moon was for
1: us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <about> so <laughs> for me, yesterday night was really crazy, crazy. So I definitely and I, I don't know if it's like a superstition thing, but I've always felt like I shouldn't do anything outside of my home on a full moon, meaning like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go to like parties. I don't want to do anything except for being home safe in my home. Cause I don't know. My mom always said, you know, freak freaks come out at night, you know, (laughs) during the full moon. So, um, I wanted to buy dinner and I was uh, you know, I wanted to save money. I didn't. Want, I didn't want to do delivery, and I went into my car on my way to this place. It's called High Point, in where I live, and they're they're known for their their, their burgers. They're pretty good. I, I like it. Um, but but they have three locations. I've gone to one that I'm very familiar with, and I think that's the original one. So I put my location in online to order, to make an order. And I didn't recognize the, I didn't recognize the address because I've only been to this place once. So uh, I get ready. It's pretty late. It's like, uh, I don't know, seven, seven o'clock. And um, I I get into my car. And the first thing I do is I look at, look outside the window and, uh, and I look up the sky and I realize it's a full moon. I knew it was going to be a full moon, but again, I didn't like actually realize (laughs) until I looked up and I said, Oh no. (laughs) I have, I have this weird feel. I had this weird feeling, right? So anyways, I put this, I put the new, this address in and I realized it's not going to the one that I'm familiar with. It's taking me downtown and downtown where I live at night is probably not the best place to go, especially on the full moon. So I, it's hard. I already know it's going to be irritating. Parking's going to be annoying. There, there are homeless people. So that's also what I'm really, really worried about and kind of nervous because, you know, I, I, I'm a woman. I'm by myself. I'm small. So I was a little worried about that. But luckily me, I found a parking right across the street from this restaurant. So I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. So all I have to do is cross the street, grab my food and get out of there. So I'll go ahead and grab my food and I realized on my way out that the stoplight is blinking for it, for the green light to, to go to yellow. So you know how like on stoplights, it'll, it'll tell you when you're going, it's like a Walkman. It's like, it's white, right? And then there's a countdown. And after the countdown, it starts blinking. And so once it started blinking, I was like, you know what? It is freezing cold. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I'm from California. <laughs> freezing cold to me is definitely less than... 60 degrees and doesn't get that cold where we're from in San Francisco. And so it's like almost around like 30, 30 degrees. It's really cold. I'm wearing a sweater, wearing sweatpants, whatever. And I did not want to wait at the stoplight freezing cold because I have my warm burger. I want my food to be warm. And I didn't want to be stopped by, you know, a homeless person asking for money because they were around that area. So what I do, I, I run, I jog, <laughs> jog across the street and um, where I live, is uh, they don't really care for people crossing a street. They they will probably hit you. So I'm stressed out that, you know, it's going to be a red light and, you know, I might be hit. So I I don't really think about anything. But while I was running, I heard something fall. And I'm notorious for losing pins because I love collecting pins and I don't have the correct backing for these pins. I was like, ah, you know what? It's probably a pin... If anything, I put my, my, my warm burger in my car so it's not cold and then, you know, go back to it. I don't think of it. And so I, you know, put, first thing I do is put my, my food in, then I put my backpack down and I, you know, close the door, lock, lock the doors immediately. And so um, I look at my backpack, I'm like, oh, great, nothing fell. But I'm like, but what was that sound? My car was already turned on, ready to go. I had my keys. My phone was missing my phone was missing. My phone was missing. So I was freaking out. Right. So I'm like, checking my pockets, the worst guys, don't put your, your phone in your sweatpants at, at all. And I checked the, you know, sometimes they will fall back behind your seat. So I'm checking behind my back. I'm like yelling, Hey Siri, here, Siri. Hey Siri. You know, like sometimes like you'll, it'll beep saying, you know, like, you know, what would you like to, you know, question type thing. So I immediately knew that was the thing that fell across the street. So I, I'm panicking because one, easily, it could get run over to someone could pick it up. So my eyes dart, they dart, I can clearly see across the street, or ahead of me, that someone bends over across the street and picks something up. And my heart dropped. I knew, I knew that it was my cell phone. So you know, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna leave all my stuff in my car, I'm gonna lock it. And I'm only going to take my keys and I'm going to I'm going to hope that this person is chill because I can't tell. I can't tell if this is a homeless. I can't tell if this is someone I, you just can't. I can't really tell it's dark. So I run across the street and I'm like, and I was like, it's a homeless person. OK, so there's two ways this this thing can go. You know, he, he'll lie about it and he'll 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 take my phone and, you know, whatever. Or he might be nice about it. Who knows? So I asked nicely. I'm like, hi, sir. Um, did you happen to see a cell phone that fell across the street? I did see you pick something up, so I wasn't quite sure. I'm missing my cell phone. I could barely talk, and uh, and so his like his, ha- his t- some of his teeth's missing. He could barely like speak like in full sentences, or he's very quiet. And all I can make out is, uh, you know, I-, I did find a phone. He said, "Yeah, I found a phone." Um, but I'm hoping that there's a reward for it. <laughs> so I'm like. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Thank goodness. You guys, this is tip. Always keep cash on you. You just never know. So I I keep $20. I was very lucky that I had it split. So I had five, I have two fives. So I was like, all right, I got this. I said, you know what, if you give me my phone, um, if you give me my phone, I would be happy to give you cash for something, you know, to eat. Some other homeless guy <laughs> overhears me say that. And he immediately goes, Hey, I'm hungry too. So I'm, pan- <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm panicking. And I'm like, no, no, th- this is for this, this gentleman. He found my phone. I'm going to give him ma- ca- cash. Easy. No- nothing was weirdly stirred up. I think he understood. So I'm walking, you know, carefully with this guy I could barely walk. And I walk across the street. I don't want to jaywalk because after losing my phone, everyone never, never going to do that again. And uh, so he's very sweet, just tells me, you know, he's like, you know, I wouldn't have taken it. I just, you know, I just wanted a reward and I, what am I going to do with the cell phone? It's, you know, it, you could track it and if someone could turn it off and, you know, that's, that's the other thing I could do. So thank goodness. Thank goodness. I already had my phone in my hand. If, you know, if I was being really rude or mean, I could have just dashed out of there, but, you know, I was like, you know, he, he could use a warm, you know, more, more meal. So I go ahead and go get my cash. And I was like, hey, you can just, you know, wait outside my car on the other side and I'll go ahead and give you my money. So I hand him a $5 bill. And he's like, you know, God bless. And, you know, I'm like, happy holidays. So I I go back into my car, lock my doors immediately. And so I'm a very, I would say, because thanks to San Francisco, I'm very good at parallel parking. I parallel parked in the spot and of course when you parallel park you have to back out back out back up a little bit then you like kind of adjust and you back out a little bit again i haven't even started my car and i see the guy like the who the first the other person that asked for cash across the street staring at me and he's like hey And I'm like, oh no, he's gonna ask for cash. So I'm freaking out. He's slowly jaywalking across the street, closer and (laughs) closer to me. And you know, my door's closed, but I don't know what this guy's capable of. He could have a knife, blah, 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 whatever. And so like, I'm backing out, I'm stressed. I'm sweating guys, I'm sweating so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't even put my directions. I'm just gonna jet out of there. (laughs) And so I back out. And right when I backed out to pull out, he was right there by my door and oh my god I was out of there I called my best friend and I said <laughs> I'm never going out of the full moon ever again <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: that's uh, that's crazy and yeah. I feel like I should have warned you because I just looked at your chart I just huh? looked at your chart wait what <laughs> <laughs> your chart okay you have a you have your Mars in Gemini in the 27th degree. Okay. And, and it was a full moon in uh-huh. Gemini on the 27th degree. Oh <laughs> my.
1: So what does that entirely mean?
0: Well, okay. So Mars is all about like, it's like the... a. I, I could see how there's like some aggression coming out because mm-hmm. like from that other the second homeless person
1: yeah 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 like yeah. hey I'm hungry
0: too so yeah. I think like also what's coming up is like Mars is all survival energy so like you <laughs> <laughs> so definitely the survival I've been trying to survive to out, 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 out here <laughs> <laughs> and it's in like it's in your like 12th 12th house your Mars is in your 12th house and Uh the full moon was in your 12th house so it's like escape (laughs) escapism trying to escape Uh and like also mental illness so like maybe like you had to kind of not with yourself but like it seemed like maybe the homeless person was kind of like
1: (laughs) yeah he (laughs) was some yeah yeah there was definitely like he was hard it was either hard for him to talk or hard for him to get messages out because he's like oh you know I have a job and I I know he does it and he's like here's my card and um, he told me his name and I was like no no just keep it for when you need it but it was his bu- it was a business card so I was like oh for sure oh, he wow. definitely either he probably took that from someone or whatnot but it was yeah. very interesting but that's crazy that is <laughs> it's crazy experience. that like
0: I also heard like homeless people have like they do steal phones so you're kind of lucky because they do have like they still, they can actually have a phone. They just like grab. Actually, I heard the story. They grab like people's uh, generators or something like that to uh-huh. like charge their phones, and and because they give away free phones, <laughs> the homeless oh, people just like gosh. take them. Oh my
1: gosh! Yeah, yeah. No, I. You guys, I was <laughs> very lucky that this guy. It, I'm, gl- I'm very lucky. It wasn't the guy who asked for money. Because, oh yeah, that was yeah. Scary. His intention. I just immediately t- could tell that he. Like, he was definitely some someone who I would have been even more scared to even approach. So I was very, very grateful that it was just that, you know, gentleman who was just looking for simple cash to, like, he didn't even get upset that it was $5. He was so grateful. But, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was definitely super scary I hope you didn't have the same effect for your new moon Victoria I hope you had more <laughs> I mean you I could know, go you could go to look ahead up and tell my chart now because
0: <laughs> I didn't look but like Gemini is Gemini full moon especially yeah during a full moon there's like heightened energy and especially in Gemini it's super like nervous energy I mean mine wasn't I feel like mine wasn't as crazy as mm-hmm. yours. I performance yesterday and I was um it was a last minute performance Uh, Mm um usually we have like we have about six months to um to plan for it and dance Mm -hmm. for it you know Mm -hmm. all that stuff and you know during COVID times we we didn't know we were gonna have this performance so that's why it was super last minute Um, it was a fundraiser for our dance studio like It's it's been hard for businesses like even my mom she dances for another dance studio and they lost their studio because of COVID. So Mm -hmm. we were doing a fundraiser for our dance studio because it's it's so in debt, like it's in debt uh,
1: from rent Mm because Bay Bay Area. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> support local guys support your local restaurants and businesses please yeah
0: definitely yeah so we were so we had we did a last minute um show to fundraise for our dance studio and we had two months usually we have eight months and the when she said the date <laughs> of the show I mean, <laughs> I was like oh no it's on a full moon and I ha- you know usually I'm the same way I don't like to really plan anything for it mm-hmm. um, but full moon is a good time to be around people like friends like your close friends um, okay. I, I wouldn't like again I wouldn't go out and drive too, and just like mm. do something like crazy crazy because mm-hmm. there are there's a lot of emotions that come out too um, you want to be with people that you are comfortable with and um, yeah <laughs> just okay. comfortable with and like yeah, your yeah. closer friends and and everything so i I did this show yesterday and it was, um, it was very stressful for me. Um, I wasn't really thinking about, it was a different show because I haven't danced for two years. I even took a break for six months from dancing, which I, I usually don't do. It's, it's, this year has been pretty crazy for me, a bit overwhelming. I've been doing a lot of things. So I, I actually took a moment for myself to like quit everything like social media I mean, I couldn't quit work. But I quit. <laughs> I, quit. I, quit. I tried to quit everything else, social media, like even <laughs> dance. Dance was a hard one for me, but I knew I had to take it. And so I, I knew immediately that even though it's on a full moon, I would do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so even the day before, I didn't want to do anything. I was just preparing because I knew I was like for shows and performances like uh you kind of like just prepare for the worst <laughs>
1: yeah 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 you don't have you try not to have like high expectations especially if you've been performing for a long time you kind of realize that you don't want to stress your out yourself out for that
0: yeah there's a lot of nervous energy even like for our last practice before um and even the day of we had our rehe- our rehearsal the day of mm-hmm. uh we woke up early, you know, danced and rehearsed. And even there was a lot of, you know, things. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I wasn't even really, it's hard when you try to, you try to live in the moment and try to be grateful for the opportunity to dance and perform. And in the moment when you're stressed out about like remembering everything and remembering what your lineup is and just, and, and it's not like a, uh, this performance was with it's like a group performance so you're Mm -hmm. not not only worried about yourself but you're like worried, not worried but like you want to put on a show as a group so yeah you want to like look at everyone and make sure we're all on the same page and everything yeah of course of course yeah so team effort yeah team it's definitely team effort so it's definitely uh a stressful day but also I would say like, even, even during the performance, I was, I was very, I was even stressed out during the performance because we have a lot of costume changes. I mean, we only have like one to two minutes to change to a costume to go on to the next dance. And we did like six dances.
1: <laughs> yeah. How many people were part of the, uh, the whole, I guess the whole dance? Yeah. The
0: whole, so for the women, there were 35 people on stage.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of
1: people to yeah, have 35. to, like, coordinate with.
0: Yeah, 35 people on stage. And we all, for since we did six dances, we had different spots for each dance. Oh so my it was, like, so hard for me to remember where we yeah. were. The spots weren't getting out until, like, I think a, a couple of days before. Okay, okay,
1: okay. So that was the only
0: thing where I was, like, it's funny because you usually stress out about, like, your choreography. But yeah. I was just out more about my, my spot. <laughs> i was like wait this is not competition like we usually do competition and i was like wait this is not a competition like that uh, yeah like, just calm down <laughs> like, <laughs> this doesn't have to be like friggin' perfect but yeah so after even after the performance i was like oh i don't know if we did well like there's a lot of mistakes and stuff but today i feel so much better like i'm so grateful that i did the performance and. Like even um, I've been dancing for years, for almost 20 years. and Yeah, the performance part for me, I feel like it's not anything new, Mm -hmm. but I'm but I'm so like the one thing I would say I'm super, super happy about is like I'm grateful for the creativity of like our directors and how they put their heart and soul into everything and they did everything for us so that we can perform. And I was even happy to like meet new people. Um, Yeah, meet new people and just create chemistry with them and hopefully do
1: competition with them. Oh, good. So it was like a let go process for you then in a way, right? Like you kind of let go of like the stress and nervousness about like your lineups.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a Virgo rising so I have this I have this thing of like trying to I have to let go of like perfection.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I can and understand like, tr-
0: that. Yeah, like trust others is a, is is hard for me too. I think mm-hmm. cuz I feel like I'm a Capricorn tune and I want to do everything. I want to have I want to I I try not
1: to rely on
0: other people, but I feel like I have to let that go (laughs) yeah no yeah
1: definitely definitely because you like you you said you've been dancing for about 20 years like you kind of already have a feeling of how you work well with other groups right so you could see the differences of like how like the preparedness and like how things like should flow but I guess like it's since it's out of like your hands it's it's kind of hard to let go of that feeling right Yeah. yeah yeah so that was yeah
0: it was it was a, an experience and I'm happy
1: for it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Mine was yeah. mainly tips. It's don't I'm definitely put putting your, five dollars
0: in my wallet keep, right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> keep cash
1: in your wallet to no matter what. I put I, I have at least $20. And um do not put your cell phone in your sweatpants pockets unless you know for a fact you can zip it up or it has a very deep hole. Because you really just you never know, guys. You really never know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, so should we get started? We have uh, three questions. Yes. We could get started with one of them.
1: Yeah, we're reading. So yeah, we're reading three amazing people. We're really excited. They reached out to us. We put out if you guys uh, want to be part of our next, um, I know we're going to talk about this later as well. If you guys want to be part of our next reading, definitely give us a follow at, on at Instagram, just Daughters of Australia. And you can always DM us. Uh, you can always go to our website as well, which is daughters of com, and put out just, you know, that we, you would like to be part of our podcast. And of course we don't have to put your name or anything. Um, <clears throat> yeah. We have three people that we're doing a mainly towards like their question, right? Like we're doing like an astrology and tarot reading towards their specific question that they asked.
0: So we have a uh, Sheree. Mm-hmm. Cherie's question is What career or line of work can I go into that will be most fulfilling to my soul's career? And then when will I become wealthy? Just curious if I will ever get to be where I feel creatively driven and excited about any future roles, or if I'll always be jumping from one job to the next in search of something.
1: Okay, okay. So we are going to start with the tarot reading first. And I use the writer. Wait. <laughs> I use the. If anyone is interested, I use the Rider weight tarot deck. Um, I am a beginner tarot reader, um, but I am learning and have been doing this for over a year, which is insane to think of. But uh, yeah, professionally, almost almost a year. And then, so yeah, I, so what I'm going to do is I am going to channel uh, Cherie's question, which again I will go ahead and repeat, and it is what career or line of work can I go to that will be most fulfilling for my soul's purpose? So first thing that popped up is definitely a life lesson. Um, I, I don't think it's kind of like where she is right now. I think it's definitely what she's going to be learning. And I pulled the chariot. So I pulled the chariot. I'm going to just say the the cards. Um, I do have a lot, both cards that I have pulled three are both pentacles. So I have three of pentacles and I have six of pentacles. So first thing I thought when I saw the chariot, it is very straightforward energy where there is some determination of where I feel like you might actually know what you want, but you, there's something like The chariot also, I feel like is something that is moving, like moving, it's moving forward, it's moving. So again, if you are thinking again, if you're thinking still about moving, there is a sign of where you are supposed to be for your soul's purpose, like work-wise, career-wise, it is going to be somewhere else. It might not be even where you're thinking of wanting to go, but it is somewhere like moving somewhere. Um. So I feel like you, I feel like you actually already know what it is, but again, because you're waiting, you're, it looks like you're definitely waiting. You're kind of stagnant. The chariot is not moving. It is stagnant at the moment. Um, but, but there is a direction. It is leaving something behind because the chariot has a picture of this person sitting in a chariot, two statues are in the front and behind them is like a city. It's like a castle. So it does look like you are very, yeah, very determined in moving to where you want to go, but it is going to be some sort of life lesson, like meaning that it's, so it's a major arcana. It's going to be something that is going to be a long-term thing. So it's not going to be something you will actually jump into at the moment. So it is something that you're going to be learning or going through um, from now till wherever you need to be. And then I also have, I pulled the three of pentacles. And three is meaning like balance. There's, there has to be some sort of balance. Um, It also could be partnership. There is a, so the picture, it's a little darker, like they're in this like home or something. And there's someone who's like, it looks like they're helping building something for this couple, this couple that I think is holding Like a map of, like it's like a plan, it almost looks like plans. So to me, because pentacles, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but pentacles mean career, wealth, finances. Um, It looks like someone is kind of there, you might have some sort of guidance um, or some advice from someone else that you do trust. And but it's, it kind of feels to me that you're not listening to them. It could be your spiritual guides. Um, and you guys, if, if you ever want to get in touch with your spiritual guides, my number one tip is to learn how to meditate. Um, and I know a lot of people get really nervous about meditating because, you know, sometimes people just can't sit down for a long period of time, but that's not, that's not really how it works you know, like how it works, I guess, when you first start. Um, when I first started, I think I started with one minute. How did, how did you start, Victoria, when you started meditating? How did you get to yourself to meditate?
0: I started, so I tried doing like 20 minutes, like right off the bat, but it's really hard. And I know you don't have to have like, like people say you have to have a clear mind, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. You can you can think about really anything <laughs> yeah um just come back to it and don't and if you do like think the entire time it's fine mm-hmm. um it's it's a practice and mm-hmm. and you just need to exercise um but there are so many days where i'm just like thinking the entire time <laughs> and then i'm like oh wait i'm thinking i come back but it's more it's like 74 Seventy-five percent thinking and like
1: uh, actually just being in my body. But the thing, see, the thing is, like, you're totally correct. The thinking is okay because what it is is you're actually recognizing that you're thinking, right? So it's almost yeah. like you're going into your subconscious mind. It's definitely thoughts that you, that you need to you need to you need to put out and not bury it deep in within. So it, yeah, it is definitely okay to think that as long as you remember to get back into your, your space and your mindset, um, it's it's not it's definitely a like I said it's a practice so it's something that you have to practice consistently to be able to you know work and do well. But you're you're never gonna have like good great days of meditating like Victoria said. Sometimes she just thinks and that's okay. yeah things come to you when you're (laughs) meditating too so good ideas (laughs) yeah exactly you never know it'll definitely come up with more ideas and so with so like I said with wanting to tune into your well this card is tuning into I think your guidance it's definitely some sort of guidance that's trying to tell you something but you're it looks like you are kind of listening like you already know that you have to um so again, it it is dealing with uh, money or career. So there are, there is like options or there are things that already are like trying to show you something, but it's kind of like you're tuning it out. So I do see like tuning out of what your spiritual guides are, are trying to say to you, but I think it's definitely going to be like with the chariot because it's a it's a long-term lesson. You might not get it for a while. So, definitely as a tip is to meditate to figure out, you know, what will be best for you. I know it's not like an exact answer to your question, but for me right now is what I don't see is that um if you don't listen to your spiritual guides, or if you don't listen, or if you're not listening to, um, kind of like your your intuition, um, it will take you a while to be where you want to be. If that makes any sense. But I. But the great thing is what I do see is that I see, I do see that you will eventually cooperate because I, what I see is the six of pentacles, and again, you got pentacles, so there it is a very work based um energy that I'm getting like work and wealth based energy so I do see that with the six of pentacles six represents communication cooperation and harmony so eventually you will find a balance I'm going back to three of pentacles you will find a balance to I guess figure out financially because in this card, this person's very balanced and very happy. He's actually holding the scales, the Libra scales of balance. So he, there, it does have to, to me, what I feel for you to reach your wealth and your career, you have to learn balance and you have to learn to um, tune into your intuition, into your spiritual guides to kind of help guide you to where you want to be um, wealth wise, I'm seeing more wealth than career. He's very happy, and he actually shares with other people. This card, I'm again, I'm talking about these six of Pentacles, that he's sharing his wealth because he's very, he's very content. He's very like very um, wealthy. Like you, you kind of joked, you're like, "What am I going to be like a rich bee and or something mm-hmm. like that?" And you said J.K., but you it you will. But it, 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 it has to be with like working with balance and working with managing. There's something with like cooperating with like your subconsciousness that you kind of need to figure out. And it looks like you're not going to be alone in this. There are people or spiritual guides that are trying to help you, um, but you are kind of tuning them out. So I guess a tip to do that is, I think I've mentioned uh, to journal, journal and meditate. Um to kind of help guide you
0: okay so going back to like her the first question about her career and kind of the line of work so i'm looking at your midheaven your um in your astrology chart um your midheaven is like the career part it's the top of your chart and it's basically like your reputation and your midheaven is in the zodiac sign of cancer so when i feel like when jerica's saying like your ancestors your ancestors, or sorry, when Jerica's talking about, um, spiritual guides, uh, yeah, talking about the spiritual guides, it's talking about, like, maybe are your spiritual guides, maybe your ancestors, because cancer has to do with, like, roots and ancestry, and also family, so maybe are you, are you maybe pushing off family advice, or something like that, because with, cancer, um, with a mid heaven and cancer, it's kind of like you want a career that is emotionally supportive to you, but also to like your family or your future family. Um, and you also have a Capricorn stellium, which means it's, you have a lot of planets in stellium, (laughs) or you have a lot of Capricorn planets, basically. Um, And they're all in this fourth house, uh, which is basically the sign of cancer, like that's all about family and roots. So I think you do have to connect to your uh, spirit guides. And um, Capricorn is also kind of like a lot of work, like they work a lot. Um, And right now it seems like you're working steadily and thoughtfully. But there's this other part of you, the cancer part, uh, the fourth house part that kind of wants to have maybe adding some creative details into your work because it seems like you are more of an artist at heart um, but you're really good at the working steadily and thoughtfully part Um, but otherwise if you're not adding any creative vision to what you're working on then you're going to get really tired of working on whatever it is you're working on so it seems like that's what it seems like right now in your line of what you're, the company that you're working with right now, there's no creative, you're not adding anything creative to it. So you're kind of getting tired of it. Um, Right now, you're also maybe feeling like you're not where you want to be. And maybe there's other people around you that seem maybe more experienced, or maybe just further along their path, uh, their career path. But it's, I think it's important for you to remember that where you are at this point um it's like other people who seem more experienced they were where you were um where you feel like you are basically and you are on your path and they are on their own path um the other thing you asked about is your soul's purpose and i look to saturn and your north node um when someone asks about their soul's purpose. So in your chart, you have the exact placement. Actually your Saturn and North node are right on top of each other. They are bo- both in Capricorn, 28 degrees in the fourth house. So there is a lot of working, Cap- again, Cancer, Capricorn energy in your chart, even though you're in Aquarius sun, um, Libra rising and Taurus moon, um, it's, it's really, like you have this thing in your life where you're trying to have your soul's purpose as your life goal. So you're super ambitious in trying to find your soul's purpose. Um, The other question you asked was when you are going to become wealthy. And I see that in your chart that in, it says 2023, the mid, maybe mid-year, That's when Jupiter, which is the planet of abundance, it moves into your eighth house. And the eighth house is all about, you know, power, business, and other people's money. So you may be like getting, you may have a business right now. You may be, you know, getting other people's money in uh, the mid-2023 or yeah, mid-2023. And it's like a good time for you for like accumulation of wealth. Um, but that's only if you like are able to manage all the resources that you have. Going back to what Jericho was saying about like balance, um, you'll have all this wealth, but how will you be able to um, manage it and balance all of that?
1: So that's what I have for you. Yes. And so we're going to end with Cherie with an Oracle card reading. And I had three cards easily fall out. Um, I have finding. I have forgiveness and I have peace. So I feel like once you have come to an understanding with your family or, you know, your, uh, like Victoria saying with family, with, a, I think, what was it again? Sorry. Ancestors. Yeah. Ancestors yeah. Um, and your spiritual guides that you will learn to forgive yourself And you will, when you do forgive yourself for whatever it may be, you will find peace within, which I feel like it's definitely going to be a healing process as well. Um, But don't be scared. You do have guidance. You have people who like your spiritual guides are protecting you, Um, but they're kind of just like. Sheree, wake up, you know, like like we've already, we, we have this plan that I, we know that's going to be great for you. You just have to, um, you're just going to be going through a lot of like, yeah, like life lessons to understand, because again, we can tell you all these things, but it's, you have to apply it to yourself and, and find it within yourself to make these changes, which is not going to be easy. Making changes with, you know, with anything is going to be tough. Yeah, Sheree, I hope this reading resonates with you and that um, we are so happy that you are our first on this podcast. So um, again, um, I, I wish you the best of luck. And yeah, we'll go ahead and continue with our second person,
0: uh, Natalie. So our next person is Natalie. She's also Sheree's friend. And it was really crazy for me when I was looking at both of their birth charts because they are both Libra risings. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were born, I think like maybe 10, 10 days apart. Like it, I don't know how they became friends, but, um, it's pretty crazy. Cause they both have this, we'll talk about it. But, um, when you both have the same rising signs, that kind of means that you have the, the same types of questioning in your life and same types of events happening at the same time. So they both ask these same kind of similar questions as Mm -hmm. well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's so Natalie's question is, how can I create a life of wealth and what career or line of work can I go to that will be most fulfilling to my soul's purpose? I am in a landscape architecture field and I'm studying at night so I can change to a different design field, but more related to tech. And I am doing a master's in web design and news media. And I want to know if that path will help me get to where I would like to be in terms of career and money. So I can actually start with her ast- astrology reading first. Yeah. And so relating to her question, it looks like you are you're it looks like you're in a crossroads in life, and there's like this great decision to be made. Um, you have Pluto, which is the planet of transformation and also endings and beginnings that are passing over your Saturn, your natal Saturn. And then it will also pass over your north node. So these two planets, again, what I said with Sheree um, is these are your life lessons in your soul's purpose, both of the, these things I look at. Um, and so right now, this transformation is in, involving you. Um, it's pri- prioritizing your life's deeper purpose or your dharma, uh, what I like to say. And that's pretty crazy right now. So your, your question is kind of in line with what's happening in the stars. <laughs> um, when I look at Venus, which is the planet of money, it is in the sign of Aquarius, which is a very like inventive sign they like to invent things. And it's also a sign of technology. So I am seeing that there could be money or wealth there in actual web design, because that's more of the tech part that you were talking about. And what I was talking about with Cherie, you both have a midheaven in the sign of cancer. So anything that I was talking about with like, Talking to your spiritual guides, ancestry, family—all of that is the same for you. Um, you're and you're also looking for a line of career that needs to be emotionally satisfying, and also your family. Uh, you want to support your family in this, and you have to look to your your guides in whatever career you should go in. So maybe think about what like your biggest dream is. Um, maybe it's like you know seeing a building that you designed or you're envisioning something on TV or the internet that you designed or is it something else? So are those are any of those three different, you know, paths, is that part of your dream? And is it supportive to you emotionally and to your family? And is are your spiritual guides like listen to your spiritual guides while you're meditating or you can even journal about it? Um, is there something that is distracting you from your dream or taking away energy from this dream that you're having? Because there's something inside a voice um, trying to get your attention to refocus your energy on your dream. So yeah, that's what I have for you. I think for also that you should be patient and calm and just follow your intuition. Yeah, that's what I have. Did you pull anything, Jerrica?
1: Yes, I pulled things. And it's every time, every time you do um, the astrology reading first, the cards (laughs) like already, it just follows along with it. And it just, it's always so crazy how that works because, I was like pulling, I was like, you know, shuffling my cards. And I, so how I shuffle my cards is I shuffle until some card falls out. Or if I feel this really strong energy at like whatever deck is like, say like there's one on top, I usually pull that. So I just, you know, I normally just wait, but Natalie, these fell out like they, three of them. And I wanted to pull three, but they immediately fell out. Um, So I will read you what cards I have and how I want to read it. So I pulled out two of pentacles. I pulled uh, uh, seven of swords. And you also do have a a major arcana, which again, as a reminder, major arcana is a huge life lesson that's going to be taken kind of like a long road to kind of finding where you want to be. And you have wheel of fortune. So I did hear a little bit because I try to channel, you know, like calmly, qu- like how I how I asked the cards this question is I keep repeating the card over the, the question over and over and over again. And so I did hear a couple things of what Victoria is saying. And I did hear that there might have been some sort of like pulling of two different things. So it, it it is holding pen. So pentacles is where I'm starting. It's kind of like where you're gonna be where you are right now. And I'm feeling two of these cards are already kind of like where you are right now. So I have the two of pentacles and it's what it is. It's just this guy who is standing on looks like almost one leg and they are doing like almost like a magic trick or holding the two of pentacles and kind of almost deciding like what, so there is two things already that you might already feel like you really want, you really want, but there's obviously, there has to be a choice between the two. Um, Again, in two, what two means in numerology is balance and partnership and duality. So I see that there is, there are some, there is some confusion. I think that's what Victoria was saying. There is some confusion in your, your career-wise where you want to be. And I also see that, or Victoria was mentioning uh, that you are also, like, also going more into a school right like to to understand more knowledge and skill correct
0: yeah it looks like she's getting her master's in web design and news media i did mention that the the wealth could come from te- technology okay her okay. venus is in um her venus is in aquarius and venus is a sign of money and wealth Okay. Oh, not nice. just love, not just love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Aquarius is about technology. Ooh,
1: so yeah. it is something that you actually might be more passionate about. Yeah. Um, so I do see, so what this card, I'll, I'll kind, of, kind of tell how it looks. It's literally, this guy is trying to sneakily walk away with one, two, three, four, five, six, six, swords in their hand, and, and there are two other swords that are being left behind, and what's not, wait, seven, or five, six, seven. Seven means in numerology, it is reflection, it's assessment, wait, one, five, six, seven, yeah, and it's accomplishment, so it, it is, oh wait, no, no, it's not accomplishment, sorry, it is reflection, assessment, and knowledge, so it is also what swords means is knowledge skill that you are either trying to grasp or already have in your hands and what the what I just thought was kind of weird is like it's again it's two things that are being left behind something that is like your skill and your knowledge um, that you actually might have to dig a little deeper to find where I guess where you want to be because it's something that you're kind of forgetting but you absolutely know like to your heart that you understand and know this thing. and It's again, two things. So, um, I don't really see anything else other than you are going to be using this skill and this knowledge that you have gained to go towards what you are with like career or your wealth. So I do see that and so with your wheel of fortune, how I guess Victoria was saying like you kind of have to listen to your intuition and your like your ancestors. The way that they will will I guess give you more guidance is journaling. Uh, every single piece of um on the four corners of this card. So it's a wheel it's wheel of fortune. And what it is it's like there's an angel at the top. Um and like a, I don't know what kind of bird, but another bird, um, almost like a ram—not a ram, uh, a bull with wings—and then a lion with wings. But each and every single one of those um, are journaling. They're writing. They have some book or something in their hand, and they're either reading or looking. So it—it. It, so I feel like that is also something that's going to help you kind of find where you need to be. I feel like you definitely are on the right path with it um, where you want to go. So also what the wheel of fortune means is, and it it means good luck, karma, life life cycles, and like a turning point. So it is going to take a while for you to understand and fully grasp this. And I feel like the good luck and the karma is going to be that's when you're going to be receiving your, like your wealth, your abundance, if I I may say, um, kind of like exactly where you need to be. Um, but, but again, what, what it is, it's it's just kind of like, almost like you have to be patient with it because you're on this path already. Um, and, and, and also it is kind of still deciding because there's, I see two things. There's, two decisions or two things that you're kind of just trying to figure out which is best so I think also for you to figure that out is journaling out like kind of pros and cons of wherever it is because I feel like you already know what it is It, it there's no really um, kind of uh, not misunderstanding but um, more like you don't look confused if, if anything you're only confused because you have two I, two decisions but you i feel like you already know what it is where you want to be with career um, and then obviously once you choose this career um, it will bring you wealth and and kind of like your turning point like you will finally figure that out so I do also see with the Wheel of Fortune that there is going to be a kind of a significant change, that there will be new job opportunities, which is going to be great. But it is saying also that it's going to have to be a new location. You're going to be relocating because. Also, I see with the other two cards is that you're moving from one place to another, and this. It, to me, it looks like you're moving from somewhere that's kind of congested to a more open space. I do look like it does look like somewhere closer to the water. I don't know if that's something you're thinking about, but it is co- going from somewhere that's already congested, like a, like, I, I don't know, like something big, like a city, um, to something a little more different and open um it it's and, it, and it's going to feel like it might come out of the blue this job that you're kind of looking at so for me i feel like definitely keep your options open like with the uh 7 of swords he already looks like he is already grasp what he needs but there's two decisions behind that they're not they're forgetting or not keeping a my open mind of, um, so definitely maybe keep your mind open and journal to kind of channel where you you want to be or where you, you where you should be. But I do see some relocating in it as well. Um, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be an interesting, uh, an interesting path but don't be afraid and just be open-minded with it and then now I'm going to actually channel some oracle cards for your reading oh okay so uh okay so I pulled one card for the oracle and this is a different deck so this is um more of a deck for your inner your um your feminine divine it's kind of like your inner self and I have the threshold and that kind of goes relates to or that kind of relates to almost like the wheel of fortune because you're going to be reaching kind of like a turning point like you're kind of going to be breaking breaking something uh it's like a cycle wise and let me see what I could read from this so it says that this is a sacred and important time where it is wise to surround yourself with those that are able to support you in this love-based reality
0: yeah that's like crazy because what I've been saying for both of them is you know looking to your family for support Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah (laughs) career yeah yeah. And it says in the near future, you will be able to sustain your vibration, even amongst being that are based in fear. So it, what it is, the threshold is you're passing through fear. That's what it is. Um, and then you'll be even, you'll be given, or sorry, then you will be of even greater service to life, love, and divine power of this planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, Pluto is such a slow planet that that planet is moving over your Saturn and North node it's it's a lot of you know endings and beginnings for you and um it's it's a good like evolution of yourself and a great transformation in the end you'll go through some ups and downs Mm -hmm. um and these paths basically until I would say this Well, obviously it's already 2022 when (laughs) this podcast comes out or this episode comes out. But yeah, in the beginning of 2022 is when you'll be feeling that you may be already feeling it at the end of 2021.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of karmic because it's weird that this, the threshold talks a lot about karma and then the wheel of fortune talks about karma as well. So a lot of things are going to be given back from what, whatever your ancestors have done to give back to you, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, that is the end of Natalie's reading. Natalie, I hope that resonated with you. And we are going to start with our, I mean, start, we're going to end with our last person. Yes, our last person, I love
0: this question because basically they're asking the tarot. How to learn tarot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, she is an Aries rising and her son is in Scorpio. So when I was looking at her chart, um, it seems like, you know, the Scorpio part of you is like the researcher and wants to like dig deep and investigate everything about tarot. And the Aries rising in you feels like just start it and do it. And like, like it will eventually come as you just start doing it. So what I kind of think about is just like grab a tarot deck that you, you know, really, and you're really drawn to. Um, I mean, I got my first tarot deck inside a spiritual store. I, I think when you, I think when you use your intuition and have a, that's like calling to you, that's like the best way to pick your first deck. But also another thing just, logically is to pick a deck that has a lot of imagery in it and like symbols because um there so if I don't know if you're a minimalist or anything but there's also tarot decks that have like really nothing on it <laughs> Um, I would advise not to do those that uh, to grab those decks um, when you're first learning um but yes for I would say when you do get a deck um the researcher in you the Scorpio in you you want to listen to your intuition. Um, you're highly already intuitive, and I see that when you when you are connected to tarot, you want to connect to your spirit, connect to the spirit, and just listen to the message that's coming in. Uh, f- like find, maybe like even create like a sacred space for yourself and. I don't know, light some candles, uh, get some crystals, whatever you need to like set a sacred space for yourself and like even have the tarot deck and meditate, like take a few deep breaths, contemplate your question um, and the message will actually come to you. And it also looks like, I don't know if you have like this, maybe like a sixth sense, like clairvoyance or clairaudience, but it it's like when you're working with the tarot from looking at your chart, um, it it's about listening, like more listening than visualizing it. Um, um yeah, I think it's called clairaudience Audience when you are when you have the sixth sense of uh listening.
1: <laughs> I think I think <laughs> right? you're right. I think you're yeah. right. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure because I feel like that's what I have. So I, I think I think you're right on that.
0: Yeah. And that's yeah, I mean, that's what I have for you. And yeah, basically connecting to your higher wisdom is is also best to I think I think start with your Aries and just start, just do it first. And then I think the curiosity will come second as you keep doing it.
1: What is their rising sign again?
0: Aries. So Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt. Are you, are you done Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to go ahead and continue with the tarot reading. And I also pulled, I was able to pull Oracle cards as well during that. So, um, that's great. The Oracle cards flew. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it's kind of funny because when Victoria was saying about Claire audience, I got the judgment card for you and the visual for the judgment card is it's literally, this angel from above is holding, like, I think it's a trumpet and is, is pretty much making music or sound to these people who are below. So it's like you're receiving messages or your intuition from above. Um, So that's how you're going to be listening to, I guess, how you're going to be reading this card, but again, to these, I guess, tarot, tarot. But the whole thing about judgment is also, it's like you possibly might be sc- like scared and, and, and maybe nervous to just jump into it. Um, and it could be a fear of being judged because, I mean, for me, I was raised Catholic and stuff like this is kind of frowned upon. So I don't know if it's like you're also nervous of what your friends and family might think of you if you do jump into something that is kind of a, the unknown. Um, I also have, uh, so how you can jump into this, you have two major arcana. So it's going to be, again, a life lesson of like trying to kind of push yourself to just kind of get into it because you have the full as one of your your cards and what the fool is, I can kind of explain or describe this. It's, it's, uh, it's the first card, well, technically first, it's zero, um, of the major arcana. And what it is, it's, it's this person who is literally set on a journey, doesn't have any idea how they're going to get there, but they have a strong feeling, something that is calling to them spiritually. Um, and and it, they're about to walk over a cliff. No, nothing or they don't see anything about the cliff they don't they don't they really don't know what's going to be past this cliff um so so I guess as a tip like Victoria was mentioning you kind of just have to push yourself as like your Aries rising to just jump into it without feeling the judgment of like other people or you know maybe your fears of just you know jumping into something something huge it is all about intuition as well um I also have the four of pentacles and again, to remind people, Pentacles would mean career, wealth, money generally. Um, but it, but but for the uh, Four of Pentacles, it can also uh, it also means structure, stability, and manifestation. So, like Victoria was saying, there is something like intuitive that you already kind of know, but it's kind of owning it. You are trying to. Um, understand I guess your manifestation you might have like if you ever think of things that you want or need when you think about it and manifest it you actually receive it so you do have a very strong um power which is great it's 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 definitely it's kind of yeah just owning and and owning it and saying like hey this is what I have this is what I want to use and you know, I'm not afraid anymore. You're kind of like, it's this person, he's sitting um, kind of above a city skyline or it's like castles because, you know, it's it's back in the day. <laughs> Um, and he is holding really tightly. He's owning it. He's stepping on two pentacles. Like he's like, he's sitting down but he has feet are on the two pentacles. He is holding one pentacle right in front of him and there's a pentacle right above his head. So he is very determined and very um, kind of like showing his power and his skill. Um, So I definitely think with that is literally just not being afraid of jumping into tarot. And just kind of, go, and just kind of like going with it. So like Victoria was saying, the best way to find a tarot deck is just going into um, a metaphysical store and picking a tarot deck that has the most detail in the pictures. It has to be super colorful. It's easier for you to use your intuition and your manifestation to read these cards. Um, so it's definitely just literally taking a leaf of faith and just jumping into it. It, it will be scary, but it, it's definitely just literally jumping into it. Cause the, the first card I pulled was the fool, which is crazy. So yeah, that's a, that's an Aries energy card. Yes, <laughs> it is an Aries energy card. It very, <laughs> it very much is an energy Aries energy card. Um, and what is their sun sign?
0: Their sun sign is Scorpio.
1: Okay, so I feel like the Scorpio could definitely be the judgment card, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: uh, like Scorpios, I feel like sometimes it's hard for them to jump into something right away because they want to learn it before doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, like what I'm thinking is like, they want to learn all the meanings before actually reading it for themselves. But Mm -hmm. I think like what's different for her because everybody learns in different ways so that's why I look at that's why I'm looking at her chart because I want to see what's the best way for her to learn Mm -hmm. Um, because as a Scorpio uh, there's like as a Scorpio sun and Aries rising it's like you should just do it and like Mm -hmm. and basically grab the tarot for yourself and start learning it because then you'll have all these questions um, and that's the part where you're going to basically, um what's the word I'm trying to think? Like you you're gonna get into it. Your your curiosity is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Um and that's why I was, that's why the fool's coming out. Like, you're yeah,
1: gonna- <laughs> this, like, this person literally, so they're about to jump off, like literally walk over this, this cliff, their head is above because what it is, is that they are so excited about whatever it is that they're trying to pursue that they kind of don't really think about it. And that's kind of like what you need to do is you kind of just don't even think about it. You just kind of have to jump into it. I did pull out two crazy, uh, well, not crazy, but these cards came out fast <laughs> for your oracle, and I have the empowerment and love. So again, with the empowerment card, it's definitely owning up. It's definitely like yeah, owning, taking charge of. It's definitely feeling and knowing how intuitive you are, because um, you you definitely have that uh, intuition. You just have to kind of align yourself. To um, kind of be more intuitive because everyone's intuitive, but but it's it's definitely being um, aligned with it. You have to learn how to be aligned with it, and that is definitely like um, meditating, uh, journals, like working through your um, your shadow self is definitely uh, something that you might want to think about, po- probably doing while you're while you're learning tarot because um, you 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 do will feel loved you will feel some sort of like completeness i feel w- once you do um start reading tarot um but also i do see this person holding the stone of love which is what is it again it's a pink one
0: um oh that's the rose quartz
1: Yeah. so it is this person's holding rose quartz so if you um want to get or are in crystals, the crystal that's going to help guide and support you is going to be rose quartz. So, um, I definitely see that as well as some, a tool that you could use to help you help guide you in using tarot. And then love that. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, um, when Victoria was mentioning the, that you have a rising, uh, uh, suns uh, sorry, (laughs) you have a fire rising sign i have another oracle card that i felt like i needed to pull for you it's sisters of the sun rising oh. <laughs> isn't that crazy yeah. Um, so yeah it's it's i don't know if maybe your ancestors or your you know your spiritual guides they or your your i feel like maybe your rising sun sun sign or your rising sign aries is going to help guide you um To be successful in your tarot journey, and then I'm just gonna read a little bit about what this says. It's
0: funny that you pulled out one that has like a rose quartz because her her moon sign is Uh in Libra, and that's the Libra zodiac sign is the love zodiac sign.
1: (laughs) That's so so funny. Yeah, she literally this person really looks like uh literally the sign of Libra. Like she's definitely um just intuitive with her divine feminine and that's definitely what i think uh you might want to channel and definitely the rose quartz is what's going to help um help you understand more i am a, i'm i'm a fire sign i'm i'm an aries and i always kept hearing from other metaphysical stores or people who own it and like just kept saying i need to be in tune more with my rising sign which is uh cancer and for me to reach the divine feminine it's it, it's definitely being into like not into but is being aligned with more feminine energy and so another great crystal that i absolutely use all the time is um moonstone moonstone is a very very um beautiful stone i i love rainbow moonstone as well um it helps you align yourself with your feminine your divine feminine so de- the rose quartz and, and moonstone will definitely be a really great uh guiding crystal if you ever want to get into crystals or if you already are into crystals
0: yeah you can have that around you as your sacred space have your candles and then have those two crystals around you and yes you just, like get some messages
1: yes 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 so the Sisters of the Sun Rising, is, it really just talks about your spiritual journey. So this might be kind of like a portal to you starting your spiritual journey. Um, Cause it does also talk about your you colla- you're collaborating with your spiritual guides or um, kind of like with the souls that are incarnated. Or um, it also talks about like your colleagues or friends that will also help guide you. Um, it does say to trust your instincts and be discerning in what you accept and what you let pass by. Uh, this will be plenty there oh, sorry. There will be plenty of opportunities for you as you are open up to them. Uh, but do trust yourself enough to take a leap and some risk that feel uplifting for you in reaching out or accepting the offers of others to work together so it's just saying pretty much like kind of be open and take chances um with like I guess other people who might be also getting into their spiritual journey or wanting to get into tarot so um it's kind of like just trusting in them and and their journey and it's gonna help guide you as well so
0: well that's crazy that's what it said
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's what we were were saying (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, it just it's really fun for me when when like astrology and tarot help guide your like your really your journey it's kind of more like reassurance honestly when I when I use tarot and astrology, it helps me feel like I'm on the right path or something that I need to be more aware of, especially if, um, like I, I feel with like Scorpios, they are so powerful. Like they're, they Mm -hmm. are very intuitive and I feel that they are, they definitely need a way to understand their uh, subconscious mind. So it's definitely meditating and journaling i know we probably sound like a broken record set, telling every <laughs> single one of you guys to do it but it definitely helps you especially if especially if you if um our last person wants to get into tarot that is exactly what i did was i started journaling and then i started meditating and that's kind of how i became became more intuitive because it's just it's also being aware of yourself as well in your, subco- uh, your subconscious mind.
0: Yeah. I mean even when I was learning about astrology, even though like there's so many things that you have to you have to remember but at the same time, it's like background. you also can there's also some intuition that comes with the skill of looking at someone's chart because not every person is the same. We all have different unique birth charts Mm -hmm. and you know not all Capricorns not all Scorpios not all Aries are the same Um, Mm -hmm. so you have to put all these things together and it's kind of like an art and and it's kind of like listening to the messages and just anything that you learn basically you have like this set um, structure that you learn but also you know integrated into what you already know and what your what messages are coming to you
1: exactly I agree with that I agree with that Um, yeah so yeah go ahead
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so thank you for the three people that asked us our three questions you
1: guys
0: (laughs) yeah for our first uh podcast we're doing this and we want to do this again so if Mm -hmm. you'd like to get a reading from us in our next podcast episode you can go ahead and follow us on our instagram at daughters of astraya and you can dm us your question it's totally free um, and we won't share any personal information like your name and birth information without your permission. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Just like the, we can, I'll put in the, our show notes, um, the link to our Instagram yes. too. Yes. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to say?
1: No, I had so much fun. I definitely see us doing this for a very long time. For me, I this really so enjoyed fun. it. It was definitely really fun. And um, I think this will also help us um ourselves with our own you know journey with tarot and astrology so i thank you guys very so much it was so fun and i i can't wait for our next episode um so we can't wait to see you in our next and take care guys take care